Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Hope you're having a good Monday. Hey. And uh, if you are a fan of the great British baking show or bake off, as they call it in the UK, we can't call it that here because yeah, Pillsbury yeah. owns that. But that's why it's different. I too, it will always be bake off to me because essentially, yeah. if, if you started watching it in on the PBS, UK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or on BritBox or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it will be back on Tuesday, the twenty sixth of September. Tw- yes, Tuesday, September twenty sixth. It's oh, a little God, bit later wait. than anybody Hurry thought, uh, but you know, there's um, a lot of stuff going on that's pretty fun. I think that it's going to be fun to see one of the new hosts. Yeah, they've um, got a few changes, right? They do have uh, a few changes now. They we did have a season without Mount Lucas last year. It was just Noel, right? Is that right? I can't remember. Either way, it was I such don't a great think change. So, get him out of there. Was it um, maybe like there? You were you were not a fan. I am not, no, and I have seen a lot of Matt Lucas's work from Little Britain, and he, you know he's a UK comedian. Yeah. I did not like him on Bake Off. I didn't think. Well, he the was good funny. news is uh, he won't be back. Yeah, uh, and we knew have a new presenter, Allison Hammond. This is her debut. And she is known for hosting, you know, morning shows, TV chat shows in the UK. So she's definitely well known in the UK. But we are just being introduced to her. Yeah, she's delightful. I mean, it, she has an infectious laugh. If you've ever watched, like, which I don't think a lot of Americans probably, probably would have not. seen her, but you might have seen her in interviews or clips uh, somewhere else on the internet. And uh, I know she's done like other reality shows and stuff, so she's like well suited for this. I th- yeah, something about maybe she hosted UK Big Brother. Uh, I think she I know was involved she, in that. There's one called like I'm a Celebrity. Oh, I'm a Celebrity, get me out of yeah. here. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, so that will be coming back, like I said, the and, 26th. And uh, that's not the only change. That's not the only change. Thank goodness. They are not going to do any themed weeks because of Mexican week. Uh, any themes or just the international any international themes? themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has been let out. Uh, Kieran Smith, who uh, did an interview with The Guardian, he is one of the showrunners, I believe. Um, he let it slip that Did he no- let it slip or did he say, hey, guys? 
Hey, guys, wink, no wink. internationally themed weeks are going to be in the competition this season. So no um, ponchos, those costumes they wore. It was wore. R- really tone deaf, and it just seemed a huge distraction from the show. Like, it's almost that thing where, like, reality shows that you love get to, like, a certain season, and they're like, what can we do that's different? And you're like, why do we have to do anything that's different? <laughs> yes. Why don't we do the thing that people love? Right. And that's all you really have to do. But The heart of the show is we don't, I mean, like, it's, it's things that are traditional things to bake in the UK, which there's so many. And they do pull things from different cultures, which is what I love. Yeah, I think you can pull things from other cultures without having them write it like right in on a pinata or something. Yeah, you know, like they did all sorts of that stuff just seemed to be like distracting, like and, you know, borderline offensive. Yeah, for sure. It was pretty cringy. Um, uh, in this article I found, uh, it, it says that Great British Bake Off's Mexican Week was a corny, cringy catastrophe. Mm. A lot of stereotypes. They came out in sombreros and ponchos. Um, and then um, there was just making fun of the name Juan. Well, and what lot. was interesting is that they they did it in a sort of like ironic way. Where they tried to be ironic, I should say, wherein they were like, we're not going to make fun of or we're not going to poke fun at easy stereotypes. And then they set about doing that. And you're like, okay, so. Yeah. But bottom line, that was distracting. So you're saying that we're not going to get that this year. We're not. um, Hopefully we will also just not get weird themed weeks, period. Right. Like there, I swear there was one where it was anime week. Wasn't it anime week? Well, they also had Star Wars week, too. Yeah, like, no. Nobody wants that. I want to know French patisserie. Yeah, I want you to make actual pastries that aren't stunt food. Yeah. This is not cake Rex. (laughs) Right? Like, I want people... This isn't... Is this... Is it cake? Which... How far can you go? Which those all have a place too, but like on my bake-off, I just kind of want to sit back, relax, get to know some, you know, fun British people, have a few witty laughs. Mm Mm-hmm. And learn how to bake some like yummy things or at least watch people bake things I will never bake. Exactly. And then what's so great about them is that they're very open about like, hey, if you want to bake this, go to our website. Like all the recipes are on there for each season. So if you do want to do a deep dive into it and try to create these things for yourself after you criticize people for letting things, you know, have a soggy bottom and fall over, you do it at home and see. Well, and truly like the British... I mean, you do this, Don, but most Americans wouldn't like go about trying to bake these things. The British do, though, because that's like that. There's a strong tradition of home baking in the UK in a way that there is not in this country. Right. Right. Especially in a tent, because people have wondered, like, you've got so many variations. They do it in the summer. They film in the summer. So it's like, uh oh, it's really humid today. Everything's going to be messed up or, oh, it's so hot in the tent. You know, when they're trying to make something that you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to melt, you know, just things fall apart. Yeah. And it has to do with their love of um, doing a lot of this baking at county fairs. Mm. There's so many county fairs that have huge baking contests. So it's a tradition. Yeah. That's why it's in a tent. And those tents are not air conditioned. That's a that's an open screen that you see there. You can look outside. That's just like your screen door. Yeah. So that is why I'm it's always just like, can't you just run them in air conditioner? <laughs> yeah. But that goes against yeah. the whole theme yeah, of like but that's why the I, challenge. Yeah. That's why I think it's so brilliant and they need to just stop trying to zhuzh it up and just stick to the things that 
made us fall in love with the show in the first place. And we don't mind if things are repeated from season three. No. Because or series three. Here's here's the sad truth. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Me too. With maybe a few exceptions, I probably could not tell you which season is when they made a particular item. Oh, absolutely not. Right? And they do repeat things, but yeah. I really think that just going back to the basics, like you said, is the best best thing yeah. to do. Instead of trying to find like some obscure, you know, thing that nobody's ever heard of or likely to ever make again just for the sake of making it difficult. Yes. Like if that goes, I don't know. You just have to be careful to not go too far, I think. I think so. Uh, when I took the classes, I, I don't do it anymore. Oh, I haven't recently. Um, with It's not from the Great British Bake Off people, but it's someone created a company and hired the previous former stars of That's Bake smart. Off, which is super, I mean, it's called Bake with a Legend, and it's a really good idea because during the pandemic, that's whenever I was baking, doing Zoom classes with people yeah. all over the world, and it was pretty affordable. It ended up being about $50 a class. Oh, that's nothing. And then you, yeah, and you get to bake with like Andrew and all these people that are leading it. Do they it. still do those? They do, yeah, absolutely. So you can check that out, free plug for them, but uh, no, it's it's really fun because you get to learn, you can pick and choose the basics of like, okay, I've always seen them make, like, how do you make uh, an Italian meringue? Things that you're like, what's the difference? And you do end up learning the basics of puff pastry and all those things. So, all right. Yeah. Well, you should put that in the link. Really, so that really can... fun to do, especially like with your family. I ended up, you know, you can do that with like your mom lives in Florida. You could get on with her and do oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah and then they give you like the whole recipe. You get the recipe. Ingredient list and all that stuff. Exactly. All right. We'll put that in the links the if you would. Oh, so they give get you a recorded video. video. Yep. Awesome. When we come back, Jellame. Remember them? That's Kylie Jenner, Timothy Chalamet. They were spotted this weekend pretending to like tennis. We'll tell you why when we come back right here on my time. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony are ready and waiting to help whenever you need it. This time of year, you're probably not quite yet thinking about super duper cold weather and wackadoodle road conditions, but I want you to at least start ruminating over that because as cold weather season approaches, you don't want to have to wait for the first flakes to fly to find out that your heater is not working or that your battery is about to give out. Just do what I do. Call the professionals at Boulevard Auto Works. That's BLVDAutoWorks.com. With free courtesy cars and a car wash with every service, Boulevard's going to keep your car happy all year round. So do what I do. Get ahead of the game. Scheduled maintenance, questions, whatever it is. When it comes to your vehicle... Head to Boulevard. And don't forget to mention my talk, and you'll get a free maintenance and safety inspection. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You're listening to My Talk 1071. You can download our podcast every single day that we broadcast during the week at MyTalk1071.com or actually wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Bradley and Dawn. Okay, well, there Hi. was a huge event this weekend, uh, the U.S. Open. And celebrities took opportunities to be seen at this event. They didn't have to read any lines. It's not against SAG-AFTRA. And they could still get publicity. Who are we talking well, the about? Acting, the acting it was, was such that, frankly, it should be considered scab work yes. on the part of <laughs> Jalame. That is, of course, 
Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet, because I don't know if you saw the video. I know mm-hmm. you did, Don, but dear listener uh, and Mike, I'm sure you saw the video as well. Oh, yeah. These two were in the back yeah. and trying real hard to make us think that they pay attention to tennis. And no, I watched that video of them watching tennis. And I my first reaction was that they don't. That's not. That's not real. Especially Kylie. I'm like, she's trying real hard. Oh, she has not put her arms around anybody also, in a long time except her babies. What now? Her babies. Oh, you're talking about uh, putting her arms around Timothy. It she was trying real hard. So fake. To also put on, you know, they those two have broken the seal in terms of being seen publicly for the first time after rumors have been abounding for months, and then they were having like secret. You know, rendez vuses. Yeah, getting tacos. The plural of rendezvous, rendezvous. Anyway. Oh. Uh, now that they've been in public, I feel like we're going to see them everywhere. It's everywhere so the gross. celebrities are, they're going to be trying to make it happen. They were at Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Making out. And now this is the Now they're event. like dry humping in the they're, back row. The thing that they cannot do, especially Kylie, is act like they like each other and act like they like tennis at the same time. Yeah. It was very unnatural. Like, people would react to whatever happened, and a half a second later, they would go like, oh, yay, that's good, because they yeah. don't know. Maybe well, he does because he's French, but... I don't I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but here's what I did find the most interesting thing of that video. Not them. Meaning, there were like eight other celebrities. Well, there was probably like a handful of other celebrities in that video. I was so much more intrigued by them. Yeah. And then it just made me realize, oh my God, every PR person in Hollywood has their people at stuff like this now. Yeah. So in one little view that people were, and by the way, did you see on social media how everybody was going after the, like, I think it was pop base or pop crush or one of those like pop websites, pop culture websites. Might've been. They sh- they said like ooh Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner at the U.S. Open and everybody else was like um uh, do you not see all the other actual celebrities in the audience yeah. that aren't trying to get attention right like um, Laverne Cox well I think she was trying to get attention well, but okay but she's, more on that that's in a minute fine. but th- but that goes back to like celebrity PR people in Hollywood there he- were just so many people shoved into this tiny little window. Yeah. Of we were supposed to be looking at Jalamay, and but, I'm over here like, oh my God, the guy from Bear. Oh my God, Molly Ringwald. Ebon Moss Backrack is Richie from the Bear. What's his name? Ebon Moss Backrack. That's a lot of That's syllables. A great name. I know it is. Ebon? Ebon. E B O N. Ebon. I didn't Ebon? know that. Moss Backrack. Like Burt Backrack. He plays Richie. He was amazing this season in the bear what he a name really acted his butt off he acted his back rack off and that's okay. who i was i was really... like i think you just said something inappropriate <laughs> no i don't think this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I did. And then I realized, no, that's actually his name. Yeah, that's his name. And he was so, he was my favorite part this season yeah. of The Bear. I thought he no, was. He, he got his... a wonderful episode. Um, 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 uh, and he has a, a lovely. A partner from Ukraine named Yelena Yemchuk. I wonder if she was the one that was sitting next to him. Or was that um, somebody talking to Molly Ringwald? Maybe. Because I thought she, but they could be just talking. They could all know each yeah, other. I don't know. The point is, like, when I watched <laughs> that video, I was like, there are so many people in the at these events. And look, I know celebrities have always been drawn to big sporting events. This is not new. But I think the stakes are much higher. Evidenced by Laverne Cox. She was taking every, every bit of that lens. Yeah, and she she just knows how to work it. A cool ponytail. Just like super cute outfit. Dressed to the nines. Do you think that they knew that having... Jalame behind them was going to bring all the attention. Yes. Did they fight to I, sit there? I'm sure. Well, I, I think some, who knows? I don't know how, like, you know, I don't know what the actual, like, seating chart, seating chart is <laughs> or what the actual vantage point was, but I would not be surprised if celebrities are fully aware, like, oh my God, Kyla May is right next to us. You, the camera is going to be on us at all times. So make sure you're not picking your nose at the very least. Well, our very own um, inspirational speaker, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, he's not our own. No. I mean, you had to I am subscribed from his... finally from Team McConaughey. Um, he was there. He was in, I don't know how to say the player's name. It's D J O K O. Djokovic. Djokovic's box. Yeah. He was in, he was in his actual box. His box. Why are you here? That's what Djokovic uh, said. That's what his Djokovic name? said. Novak Djokovic. No, Novak, Novak yeah, yeah. Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and let's see who else was there. John Hamm. Um, yeah, we've got, oh, Justin Timberlake looking real hungover. Leo only apparently has one outfit because he was wearing the exact same thing he was wearing to that soccer match. Okay. Leo was wearing the in all Miami. black with the chain and the or black no, that hat. Was in LA. It was in LA. Lil Wayne was there. Jake Paul. I mean, again, Keith Urban, Nicole Kidman. There's a strike on. There are very few red carpet opportunities and anymore. Rad Jakowski. And Leah Michelle. Well, all right. Now that we've got you all caught up on who was at the open, when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we're going to bring it down a little bit because Ashton Kutcher doesn't really need to give people a reason to dig through clips from old creepy interviews. But he did, and we'll hear about it. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at your boat club. Okay, things are about to get real busy in life. Back to school, back to work. I get it. How about you just get out on the water? Fall boating is here. Fall colors, cozy afternoons. Just add it to your activity calendar calendar to spend more time on the water with family. 
And really, the best way I know to do that is with my friends at your boat club. They truly do make it super duper easy. Jamie and I have loved our experience with your boat club. Look, they have over 30 locations in Minnesota, flexible membership options. They're going to get you spending that quality time uh, with family on the water fast. The thing I love most is that they take care of the work. So you really just show up and have fun. Boat, head home, it's really that easy. Discover the smartest way to boat today with my friends at your boat club. There's still plenty of time left in the season. Head to yourboatclub.com for more. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you have any interest in listening to the rest of our show that you didn't, of course you do, that you didn't hear, especially blinded by the item, you can go to our podcast and find those or just search anywhere you get your podcast. You can find the rest of our show. We have to go back to a topic we started the show with because it is the biggest thing going on this weekend. Um, we had a lot of Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, Danny Masterson news. Because just to review, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote letters to the judge on behalf of the family of Danny Masterson. They asked them to do this, and these letters were to persuade the judge to give Danny Masterson, in so many words, a a lighter sentence Mm -hmm. based on their knowledge of him and his character over 25 years of knowing him. Uh, People found out about it. The New New York Times posted those letters, and it seemed like... They were sort of going against the judgment of what was laid down by the court that he's well, convicted also of seems raping like two women. Yeah, so they're trying to find leniency for someone that was convicted of raping two women. And I just, I understand that you can be friends with people and that you can have complicated feelings and you cannot understand how they would be capable of doing that when they've been so kind to you. But this, to me, is a whole different level. It's a different level. Because just because you can have complicated feelings is a far different thing than I'm going to sit down and write a letter saying that that person should not suffer the full weight of the justice as meted out by a jury of their peers or the judge meeting that justice out. Exactly. Yes. And so now we have, because of this, celebrities coming out to talk about how they don't think that's a great idea and kind of saying, hey, you should watch what you're saying. So who's saying Um, stuff? Well, one, the most important person is one of the victims, Chrissy Bixler. She dated Danny Masterson back in the day. She came forward as one of the several women uh, who says that he raped her. She went on her Instagram this weekend after the whole Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, uh, their their letters came out, to remind people with some old footage that hasn't aged well that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis had some questionable ideas about, you know, sexuality under the age of 18, for sure. Um, so... I do have some clips of this. Uh, what you're going to hear first is an episode of Punked. This is when Ashton Kutcher, this was a long time ago, but it doesn't matter. Uh, they were punking Hillary Duff. Hil- Hillary Duff is underage at the time. So we've got that clip of Ashton talking about how he's hot for underage Hillary Duff. Then we move on to another clip where they are talking about... Mila being 14 when she joined that 70s show and a bet that Ashton had with Danny Masterson to, you know, 
the way he would kiss her on the show. Mm-hmm. And then also Danny Masterson talking about how Mila is was hot when she was 14. You'll probably get the gist of it. Just wanted to set up some of these clips here. So let's let's listen to this yucky montage. Hilary Joff is in Lizzie McGuire. She also has an album out. Um, she's going to be in a movie called Cheaper by the Dozen. And she's one of the girls that we're all waiting for to turn 18. Along with the Olsen twins. Any 15-year-old up getting the job and uh, I didn't Working know yeah she was as hot as she was you know come on, 14 14 she was even hotter but I'm not allowed to say that she was 14 when we started the show I was like 19 right right and they're like okay you guys are gonna be making out in this scene and I'm like thinking like wait I this is like slightly illegal say, that's right probably your first kiss ever right it was my first kiss Why's some a bet you made with Danny about our first kiss? No, it wasn't the first kiss. <laughs> no, it was like the second or third kiss. It was the first. It was like the first week. No, it was not the first week. Whatever. Let me tell you what All happened. Right, well, no, let me no, tell no, you what happened. No, no. Okay, yeah. I've never kissed yeah. a guy. So okay. I was, I was so. I mean, you know, Ash was attractive, and I was a fourteen-year-old little girl, and I was extremely scared for my life. Sure. And it, he, he was very nice about it. He was like, "Oh, don't worry." So I was like, "Okay." Then Danny goes and goes, "Dude, I'll give you ten dollars if you French kiss her." What would you stick my stick your tongue in my mouth or some? What? No, 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 no. Ten dollars. You're making it sound like it was like really. It, okay, Dan, we had a little side bet yeah, going. Yeah, like, which was it wasn't very as to whether or not you know, like you know, you're kissing on the show or boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You would use tongue, right, Rosie? I, I mean, you would. You, you. Oh. Okay, that's disgusting. Overall, how do you feel? About those clips. I'm grossed out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is the kind of thing that they should have expected when we, you know, by the way, in the first segment of the show today, if you missed it, you can download it. We gave them some free BDE PR. That is the Bradley Dawn Energy PR Mm -hmm. uh, advice, which is you shouldn't have written these letters in the first place because what you've now done, even if you didn't think they would ever see the light of day, is given every single person on the Internet, which, by the way, you know. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The opportunity to do stuff like this to reiterate and highlight all of the things that are just going to creep us out even more about you. It's drawing attention to things and making people aware of things that I'm sure Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis would rather forget. Oh, right. Now, the environment we were working in was. 20 years ago we're talking about the way people viewed stuff like this which isn't right but you can even hear in his voice you can hear in his voice the way he tries to deny it yeah that he understands that that sounds creepy and i imagine however many years ago it was we would have thought it was creepy for sure there just wasn't social media to echo it and to call it out right and rosie o'donnell i don't know since we just have a clip of that what her part was i'm sure she laughed along with it because what else are you going to do you know i mean she's not going to sit there and call him out on her talk well, show and say, let me tell you something. I mean, but yeah, the, it's, it didn't happen. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, but again, they shouldn't have, <laughs> they shouldn't have written those letters because this is exactly the kind of stuff you would expect Yeah. in the year 2023, whether you like it or not. Also, it's just not, it's not a good look. And also something tells me it's not going to be the last we're going to hear of stuff like this. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, because I think again, victims, People who, whether it's direct victims of Danny Masterson or people who have been victims of similar crimes, wouldn't you be upset and angry? Absolutely. Yeah. Is there also, you know, a listener emailed. This was like, I think this segment today, over all others, we got the most email about. Mm -hmm. And somebody pointed out, like, if something like what Danny Masterson was convicted of doing to other women, if he had done that to 
Mila Kunis, would Ashton Kutcher have still written that letter? <sighs> Which, you know, I know is kind of like a, it's a, it's, it's a what if, but, but that really does put it into perspective. Like, why are you comfortable writing that letter knowing mm-hmm. that there are actual victims of his right that you would not probably feel comfortable with if it was someone you knew or felt connected to right oh absolutely yeah uh, Topher Grace's wife now Topher Grace there's been a lot of talk that he wasn't in the cool kids club on that 70s show and especially after the show yeah. didn't really have a relationship with those other guys uh, so his wife Ashley Hinshaw spoke up in defense of sexual abuse victims after uh, Danny Masterson was issued a lengthy prison sentence for rape. He got 30 years. She put up to every rape victim that is re-traumatized by witnessing society debate and focus their attention on what is going to happen to the rapist. I see you. And that is definitely um, very telling, you know, to have his wife say how he feels about, I'm sure how they both feel about it. Has he like come forward and said anything? Uh, not that I can see right now. Um, but he was, you know, it wasn't just Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis who uh, wrote on his behalf. The family of Danny Masterson asks them to do this and write letters to the judge. There were other people on the show who did the same and, Topher Grace is one of the only people that did not write a letter. I don't know if he was asked. Probably not because. I will say the good news is it doesn't sound like the letters did much of anything, right? No, it doesn't. Because it doesn't look I like mean, 30 it. years is is not a lenient sentence. Although I don't know what the maximum. I think it was 30 to life. So I think it is the minimum. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure going into it, it was 30 to life. Okay. Well, then that then I actually take that back. Then it would seem perhaps that yeah. that they did do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so looking back also, we have Christina Ricci. We talked about this uh, earlier that uh, she has come out and said on her Instagram that basically you can know someone really well, and that doesn't mean that they're squeaky clean and that you have to defend them. Well, yeah, this goes back to that whole sense of just because somebody behaves one way with you doesn't mean they're not capable of doing worse behavior. Right, right. And that she's known a lot of people who were very decent to her and nice, but in private they were abusers. And she unfortunately uh, suffered with uh, an abusive husband, so she definitely has... um, uh, But what's so maddening about this is, and I'm not trying to... You do not need to be the victim to understand that intellectually. Absolutely. And so it it does not require first-hand experience to be able to understand that somebody is capable of being a monster uh, or engaging in criminal behavior, however you want to phrase it. Like, that's just, if somebody, you know, I mean, we've all, I shouldn't say we've all had this experience, but we, I think we've all had life experience enough to know that people don't necessarily show everybody all of the sides of themselves. Yeah. So if anything, it would just be, you, you, I think you can be shocked and surprised and rethink your relationship. Oh, for sure. But to then advocate on that person's behalf, that seems like a real move that I think is going to continue to bite them. Yeah. I just, you know, even if they were best of best of friends, I don't know. It would be really, really tough to tell your friend's family, like, I'm not going to be able to do that, you know, and and they should understand, you know, this comes down to. Maybe it would be hard, but I don't know. I don't feel like it would. 
they should understand. For a lot of people, I don't think it would be that hard, right? Yeah. Like, because you'd feel, hopefully, for the victims. Yeah. And you'd be so outraged. I mean, rape, like... Drugging and raping women. Yeah. yeah. And not just... I don't want to say just, but, like, I don't want to minimize anything because there's all sorts of... Sure, of but course. But you get my point is, like, that's significant. It really is. In, in a way that I would be very... Yeah, I don't know. It's easy. I guess it's easy for us to sort of pontificate about it, but yeah, even if you they were your best of best of friends, you also just for your career's sake, no. Well, yeah, that's idea. why you know we offered free PR advice, which again, it's you don't do things because of PR. But I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As a public-facing person, mm-hmm. you know, you do have to take that into consideration. That is a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. No, and now... It's going to follow you. And frankly... I think that just tells you about them, which is okay. Mm-hmm. I think we learned a lot about those two. Yeah, people and will that's okay. tell you about themselves yeah. and believe it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, our friend Mike is going to tell us about himself when we oh, come back. And it's going to be fun. By spinning a wheel. And wherever that wheel lands will tell us what game we're going to play. It's Game Show Roulette when we come back. Right? The Adventures of Bradley and Dodd, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. And this is your place for game shows with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, let's spin the wheel and figure out what game show we're going to play today. Of course, it's how we end every show all week long and today oh oh, looks like we're gonna play (gasps) yeah little name that tune tune. oh my god it's been so long it has been a long time since we played a little name that tune but uh we're gonna is not amused give it a whirl today (laughs) it's fine i'm just making a Scared face. Scared it's all right. Uh, you guys know how this game works. Uh, you go you go back and forth. It's the bit of note portion of Name That Tune. I'm going to give you a little descriptor about a song, and then you two will uh, go back and forth and say how many seconds it'll take you to recognize that song from the beginning. I will then play that song. If you get it right in the number of seconds you won the bid on, you'll get the point. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets a point. We go up to five. First one to three wins. All right. It's very right. simple. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, first flip a coin. Uh, Don, how about you uh, decide the coin today? Tails. It is tails. That means you're going to get to start the bidding on this first one. So our first tune of Name That Tune today. Name that tune. Here is your clue. 80s rock hit written in tribute to their former lead singer. Again, you're looking for the song. Your clue oh, no. is 80s rock hit written in tribute to their former singer. Start the bidding. Mm. I would say at 10. Okay. No, I'm just saying that's for a, normally you don't want to go any longer than 10. Oh, seconds? Yeah. Oh, or right. Or go, just go straight down to wherever you want. Okay. Uh, Point five. I can name that tune in five seconds. Oh, Dawn. Yeah. I can name that tune in 4.5 seconds. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Please make it in four seconds. Thank you. Okay. I can name that tune in three seconds. Ooh. 
Dawn, name that tune. All right. You've got three seconds on for this first song. Again, we're playing Name That Tune today. I will play three seconds of this song. And if you can name it, you get the point. If you don't name it, Bradley will get it. Are you ready? Kind of. Well, we're going to find <laughs> out. You've got three seconds. Yeah. Again, 80s rock hit written in tribute to their former lead singer. There's your three seconds. Dawn, name that tune. Back in Black. She nailed it. Yeah! First point going your way. What were you nervous about? Um. Well, you know, you just never know. Uh, I, I know. think it's best to not listen to the clue. Oh, okay. Because if you have... I try not to put, I try not you to have it. something in my mind first because when it isn't that, your brain is just scrambled. Oh, sure. Yeah. Back in Black, of course, ACDC. This was written in tribute to Bon Scott, uh, yeah. performed by now Brian Johnson, of course, the new lead singer for ACDC. All right here at that time was, I think it was 1981. So uh, we will now go uh, over to Bradley. You get to start the bidding for this second tune. Okay. Are you ready for your clue? Yeah. Shares Believe was number one in the year-end charts for 1999. This tune was number two. Mm. So we're talking about the number two song in the year-end charts from 1999. Start the bidding where you would like, Bradley. John, I can name this tune in four seconds. Bradley, I can name this tune in three seconds. Dawn, I can name this tune in two seconds. Name that tune. Wow, two seconds. Come on now. Let me come on now. Let me give you the clue once again. Uh, Shares Believe was the number one song on the year-end charts for 1999. This tune was number two. You got two seconds. Bradley, you ready? Mm-hmm. Well, then name. <laughs> This tune. Oh, Scrubs. I don't want no Scrubs. Scrub is a guy who can't get no. Is that What's it? the name of the song? Uh, isn't it uh, just Scrubs? I don't want no Scrubs. I'm going to give it to you. All right. It's no scrubs. No scrubs. You sang the chorus. I I'll give it to yeah. you. Yeah, yes. yes. Candy Burris from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Atlanta. Did she really? Yeah, she's a songwriter, man. She's I didn't know that. I just heard that the other day. That came up on my you Spotify. Thought, I love it. My AI DJ wanted me to hear that song. <gasps> oh no! I, I will Don't argue. Get me started. <laughs> I will argue with many that 1999 is just one of the greatest years of music history, and yeah, I will take really? that top 100 chart up against almost any other year. What oh, else wow. is on that? Chart? There's a lot. I mean, Living La Vida Loca. There's All Star. There's. I mean, I don't have the full list here, but it's one of those years. Britney had a bunch in there. You had a lot of good. It was a sweet spot for you. It was a you sweet spot for something music. Yeah. As a teen, <laughs> like like, you I was going through. Something. I was. You were. I was 13. So 13, I suppose that makes and sense. it just really settled in your soul. There you go. That makes sense. All right, we're moving on to the next one, Don. You get to start the bidding again. We are all knotted up at one apiece. Here we go. Second top ten hit for this pop staple who debuted in the late nineties. Oh boy. Same area of time. Um so I'm guessing the artist or the tune? The tune. Okay. But I'm just saying that this is the what second year? top ten hit for the pop uh staple mm-hmm. who debuted in the late nineties. Okay. This is the second top ten hit for the pop staple. Okay. I'll name bidding. that tune in four seconds. Don, name that tune. Ooh, he's just going to pass it right on over you. (laughs) You get four seconds to name this tune. If you get this right, you're going to take a 2-1 lead with two songs to go. If you get it wrong, Bradley will get the uh, point and take the lead. Are you ready? Yeah. 
You've got four seconds. Name this tune. <laughs> that is stupid. How dare you? That is the second. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's Britney. Name that tune. Oh, Come that's on. the key. Come on now. Think. Use your brain. Oh, no. The more words you say, the less I. Well, I just don't want dead silence. Oh, God. Need a guess. Here. Yeah, it's just I'm freaking out, so I'm not going to be able to answer. No guess? You want to guess? I, any Britney song? I, I just, yeah. It's just I'm drawing a blank because of the pressure. That's pressure. the way I am We're with this game. Out. We're just hanging out. <laughs> no pressure. We're just hanging out. No, just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No guess? No. Bradley? Oops, I did it again. Yep. All right. You threw me off on that one because was, what was your description again? The second top 10 hit for the pop staple who debuted in the late 90s. Oh, when you said pop staple, I was thinking like a band or nope. a group. Oh, and yeah. And so I was like, wait a She's minute. A pop staple. Yeah, no. All right, we got a little bit of time here. Let's okay. roll through right. these last two quickly. Okay. Bradley, if you get this one right, you are going to win today. If you get okay. it wrong, it's going to go down to the final one. Uh, you get to start the bidding on this one. A 1977 number one hit yeah. that has been performed over 1,000 times live oh. by an A-list group. Okay. Let's go ahead and start the bidding for this 1977 awesome. number one hit performed live over 1,000 times by an A-list group. Dawn, I can name this tune. In four seconds. Bradley, I can name this tune in three seconds. Dawn, I can name this song in two Ooh. seconds. Ooh. Bradley, name that tune. What? What if you did one? You are going to get two <laughs> seconds, Bradley. Here we go. Again, 1977, number one hit performed live over a thousand times by an A-list group. If you get this right, you are going to be the winner today. If you get it wrong, we go to the final okay. song. Here we go. Oh. Two seconds of this. Yeah, you know this. Name that tune. Oh, preferably it's a cold in the next ten seconds. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, no, no, no. Because oh, of time I restraints, did... I need five seconds. Uh, I can't do it, Don. Don, what was it? Hotel California. It was oh, Hotel God! California. Oh, that means we just have the disease. On. I know. We yeah, go to the final okay, one here. Final We've got one, time. Don, you get to start it's the okay. bidding. We're tied. This song served as a theme to one of the greatest TV romances ever. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Start the bidding. Yeah, I can name that tune in four seconds. Name that tune. Oh, boy. Four seconds. <laughs> Don, you ready? Sure. Name you can do it. this tune for the win. Oh, um. Oh, that's um You've got seven seconds. Oh my gosh, I love this. Need an answer. Oh god, it's not every breath you take, but it's the theme from Ross and Rachel. Oh. That is you two with or without oh, you. Right, right, without right, right, right. you. Oh, god. Oh. And with that, Bradley's the winner today. Congratulations! Yes! yes. Well, what do I win? Anything? Thank you. Like we don't have time for it. Okay. Yeah. You do. I'll bring a spatula for you tomorrow. I've got <laughs> so many extras at home. Okay. Dawn, thank you. Mike, thank you. Thank you. Audience, thank you. Have you downloaded Blinded by the Item? Uh, that's on our, the first hour of our podcast. And uh, up next, Lori and Julia will be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.